First annual Boba Fett Awards, and now he's your host, the host of Never Seen Star Wars. It's Trevor John. Yes, hello everybody, and how's it going? It's another episode of Never Seen Star Wars, and we've never seen the Book of Boba Fett Awards before, and we're so great to be here celebrating with you. I got my tux on. I'm ready to go, and with me, who's been reading the whole Book of Boba Fett with me, is Joe Ash. Joe Ash, how are you? I'm doing great, Trevor. It's exciting. It's the best time of the year. It's Boba Fett award time, and I'm Let's excited. Go. Let's go. And joining us here as well, he's back from, uh, he was doing off his own side missions, but he's now with us. It's Jordan. Jordan, welcome back. Yes, so good to be back. I know that there's probably a, a lot of you know, conspiracy theories of where's Jordan? Did Trevor and Jordan start feuding? Is that why Jordan hasn't been on the podcast? Was there a little bit of an Obi-Wan and Anakin breakup? Well, not exactly, although it was due to a pregnant lady, just like their case. Um, my wife got pregnant. We gave birth to our own little Grogu. And I'm back now. And where Trevor has been hosting the podcast with fear, I intend to host with respect. That's great. And now you're free to now do this podcast because you gave uh, your little one a choice and they chose uh, the Mandalorian armor. And so they exactly. become a Mandalorian. Yes. So here okay. we are. We put out a survey uh, a couple of weeks back at the, when the finale of Book of Boba Fett came out, a survey of 10 different awards that we were going to uh, go through. And you, the people, you voted on it. I believe Joe S. and Jordan, you guys voted on it. Uh, I came up with the nominees. I did not cast a vote. I have no say in this. I know the results. Joe Ash and Jordan do not. We're going to go through each uh, award one by one. I will say the award. We'll talk about the nominees. Jordan, Joyce, you have a chance to sort of predict what you think might happen here, who you think is going to win. We will reveal the winner. There might be some special guests along the way that's dropped by that help us along. And uh, that's what's going to be. Does that sound good, guys? Sounds great. Sounds great. Let's go. Awesome. So let's just get right into it here. Let's just dig right into the awards. The first award is the award for best villain in the Book of Boba Fett season one. Your nominees are the Mayor's Major Domo, the Twins, the Pike Syndicate, the Nikto Gang, and Cad Bane. Joe Ash, what are your thoughts heading into this first award? Well, we start off with a banger, best villain of the show, and there's only five listed in our category today, but there were several across the show. Um, I have my choice. I don't know if you want me to get into it right away. Yeah, get right into okay. it. Well, looking at the list as is, it's very easy for me to make this choice. Mayor's Major Domo is the best villain in all of Boba Fett. Jordan, what do you think? Wow, wow! I did, I did not expect that to happen. I thought we were going to be on, on brand on a lot of these, like right with each other. Um, this was an interesting show. I mean, I haven't been around to talk about it with you all. There wasn't like one villain the whole show. I guess if you were to say there was one villain, it was the Pike Syndicate. That was like the big overall villain, but they're like they didn't they didn't really have a presence. And then, then all these other villains just had little mini presences throughout it. And so for me, the one that stands out the most as by far my favorite villain is Cad Bane. Right. Cad Bane, who wow. I think we, we saw so little of. I was so disappointed how little we saw. I got major like Moff Gideon vibes from him where it's like the most interesting character that you never get to see. You know, and then and digging into some of the Star Wars lore where Cad Bane is like this Jedi hunting bounty hunter. He has these tubes in his face that stop him from getting like force talked to. He can repel the force on him. Like he's so interesting. He was really cool when he showed up and then he's just dead. It was too bad, but I still thought he made the biggest pop for me. 
And that's why Mayor's Major Domo is the best <laughs> villain of the show. We had him throughout the show. He was so easy to hate, has zero powers outside of the power of speech and political yeah. pull. And to me, that made the best villain in the show, hands down. <laughs> All right. Anyone else you think has a shot here? The Twins, Pike Syndicate, Nikto Gang? No. <laughs> All right. So again, the nominees are the Mayor's Major Domo, the Twins, the Pike Syndicate, the Nikto Gang, and Cad Bane. And here to present the award for best villain, special guest, Darth Vader. What? Hello. The winner of best villain is... Cad Bane. Oh, there we go. Wow, Jordan, you knew it. Your thoughts? Are you surprised? Uh, What percent of the uh, of the audience do you think voted for Cad Bane, Jordan? Uh, It's got to be over fifty. I'm going to go with sixty one percent for Cad Bane, and then I I would say the mayor's major domo was second, but then the rest were kind of way down there. Mm -hmm. Mayor's major domo was second, but Cad Bane was eighty percent of the vote here. It was a runaway. Sweet Christmas. I think the biggest runaway of them all here, Cad Bane. Josh, are you, are you, it makes sense to you? It makes sense in the sense that, look, like Jordan alluded to, Cad Bane even trained Boba Fett to be a bounty hunter. There should have been more of him. I think maybe that mystery is probably what pulled the voters towards him, is we only got, you know, an episode mm-hmm. of and a half, maybe two episodes of Cad Bane. Mm-hmm. But guys, you let me down with. Mayor's major Domo not being the ultimate villain. Yes, seven point five percent vote from uh, the mayor's wow. major Domo. All right, should we dig right in? We're having fun here. Cat Band pulls home the first hardware of the season. Oh yeah, there we go. We're gonna jump right in it. Let's jump right into the next award here. The next award is best new character, and I put in brackets here in live action. Some characters appeared in comics and cartoons, but best new character. The nominees are Chrysanthemum. Cad Bane, the Mayor's Major Domo, the Tuscan Warrior, and Garza Fwip. Garza Fwip, Jordan, your thoughts here. Garza Fwip. Uh, I, I, I like the last one. think this one should be very clear. Um, I do love Cad Bane, but in terms of this character, I don't think anyone could come close, and that's Chrysanthemum. George, I, I think everyone knows where I stand on this one. You're a mayor's major domo guy. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go with Chrysanthemum. <laughs> you think it's Chrysanthemum? Do, do we think? Do we think anyone else has a shot here? Or are we gonna just go all the way with the Wookiee? Look, maybe Cad Bane. All, it's, maybe Cad Bane potentially, yeah. but I think it's Chrysanthemum Cad Bane. You get you get a, a Wookiee that no one's ever seen before. Not very many people know outside of you know the comic book readers. Um, and so like Chrysanthemum, super cool in the show. To me, I think this is a no-brainer. It's got to be Black Chrysanthemum. All right. Should we just get right into it? Should we just find Let's out what it. happens here? Yeah. Here to present this award, we have another special guest here. The, the guests coming out here for the Big Boba Fett Awards. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Boss Nass. <laughs> you so think that you go through the planet core, but you so know the best new character is... Cad Bane. Wow. wow. Let's go. No Cad way. Bane goes two for two here, Joe Ash. What are your thoughts here? The people really like Cad Bane. And honestly, like, I'm surprised. Maybe maybe the voters getting pulled because Cad Bane is a cool character. Mm. But was he the best new character in live action? To me, he was only there for two episodes. And <laughs> right. maybe Chrysanthemum was there for three or four. But come <laughs> on. A Wookiee? Like, this definitely this definitely was a very close vote. Cad Bane pulled in 47% of the vote. Chrysanthemum with 40% of the vote. Wow. So the two together pulled 87% of the votes here. Jordan, are you surprised that Cad Bane goes two for two here? Uh, no, I'm not surprised. Again, like Cad Bane's really cool, fun new character. So not surprised at all. Where, where's the love for Garza Whip? <laughs> yeah, Garza Whip uh, com- coming in third with 5% of the vote. What? <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, she uh, she didn't make it either. So a lot of these people, the Garza Fwip, Tuscan, Tuscan Warrior, presumably, and, and Cad Bane, all didn't survive the season here. Uh, just a lot of Twi'lek, uh, fans uh, voting, apparently. Yes. 
<laughs> All right, let's keep this uh, ship rolling here. And speaking of ships, oh. we're getting into the best ride here. The best ride. Ooh. We have six nominees here. We have the N1 Starfighter, Boba Fett's ship, the Rancor, the Desert Train, the Banthas, and the Mod Scooter Bikes. Jordan, what are your thoughts on the Mod Scooter Bikes, first of all? Well, I mean, I haven't been around to talk about the mods at all, but I was not a big fan of the mods in general. Uh, I, they just felt like so out of place from the whole Star Wars universe. Like, they, we've never seen anything like it. And like, Tatooine's always been kind of like, I don't know, like a, like a little bit behind in how things look in comparison to other cities we go to. And then this gang who are actually like the poor people in the story come out with like the most cool and modern technology which is kind of crazy i just didn't think they fit and so i, yeah. I hope mod scooter bike don't win i i agree just because like maybe they, like if we saw them on coruscant maybe right like sure maybe you get away with it but tattooing so i understand that do you have a thought here joyce on who you think is going to win this this uh, this category okay we got okay so we get an n1 starfighter back in the show that is incredible a little throwback especially on tatooine i thought that was really cool um but not my choice in fact my choice for best ride in the book of boba fett is the rancor the rancor yes jordan do you think the rancor is going to take this one home or is there another one that you like I do. I, I agree. I, I'm all in on the Rancor. It's got to be the Rancor. All righty. Should we get into it? Should we see yes. what happens here? Yes. We have okay. another special guest. The guests are just flying in here. Wow. We had a big budget here uh, for wow. guests here presenting the award. Let me go through the nominees again for best ride. It's the N1 Starfighter, Boba Fett ship, the Rancor, the Desert Train, the Banthas, and the Mod Scooter Bikes. And to present, present the award, who knows better about rides on Tatooine? Then Waddle. Let's ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for Waddle. Yes. Well, public credits are worthless for these ships. Only money. And the winner of this prize is the N1 Starfighter. <laughs> oh. Wow. Not surprised. In fact, I'm not surprised. I'm a little disappointed, yeah. but I'm yes. not surprised. Yeah, I think in theory, like that's like the cool thing to vote for. But then when you take a bigger picture of the whole thing, like it's not that exciting to see just like another like small fast spaceship like that's every ship in star wars and so that's why i think the rancor is a little more original and cool i agree and he like boba trained the rancor right like only yeah. one human is able to be in its presence basically without it tearing anything to shreds and it's boba so he rides it into town yeah it goes mm -hmm. a little eight but um rancor is the coolest ride mm -hmm. the n1 starfighter was first as i said the rancor did come in second Boba Fett ship was third. The uh, Mod Scooter Bikes uh, did not receive a single vote here. So, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, the mods won't be going home with any hardware so far. Uh, they have enough attached to their body so far. I thought about a sub-poll question of uh, if you could have uh, turn a body part into a droid body part, what would it be? But I didn't have room on the award sheet. So, oh, too bad. moving on. We all, oh, we all know what that would have been anyways. All right, let's move on. Moving on. Here we go. Best inanimate object. I think this is a good one. There's only four up for grabs here. We have Yoda's lightsaber, Grogu's Mandalorian armor, the dark saber, and Boba Fett's gaffy stick. Jordan, uh, your thoughts here? Yeah, I think there's a very clear tier, a top two and a bottom two. Uh, Yoda's lightsaber and the dark saber are by far and away the top two choices here at first glance this is what i think anyway at first glance i was thinking oh easy dark saber dark saber is so cool it is really cool don't get me wrong but yoda's lightsaber is such a surprising thing that i bet no one in a million years would have predicted would have showed up here and so um i want to say that that's gonna win but i do think there's too much love for the dark saber so i'm thinking the dark saber is gonna take this one I think the Darksaber is going to win, but my favorite has to be the Gaffy Stick. I sure. think for sure the last fight with Cad Bane and mm. Boba using the Gaffy Stick to win that fight is mm. such a great throwback to the first couple episodes and his upbringing with the upbringing. I guess his uh, short time with the Tusken Raiders and learning how to use the Gaffy Stick to take out his mentor. 
Like that's super mm -hmm. cool. And that, that to this, that, that is cool. to me is what makes it the best inanimate object because it just ties the story together so well. Right. And we'll see. I mean, the audience has surprised you guys so far. I did want to shout out. Thank you, everyone who did fill out the survey there. We had some nice help there from uh, some people uh, on Post Show Recaps. Josh Wrigler, I put it in the, the non-toxic Star Wars Facebook group. And then people on Instagram <laughs> as well have been helping us out here. So we did get quite a few responses. So thank you for everyone to fill out. Best yeah. inanimate object. The answers, the uh, nominees are Yoda's lightsaber. Grogu's Mandalorian armor, the dark saber, and Boba Fett's gaffy stick. Let's bring on another person to present oh, this award. Wow, another! It is Yoda himself. Yoda, <laughs> come on down. Er, fear is the path to the dark side. Inanimate object winner is Boba Fett's gaffy stick. Whoa, yeah, let's nice. go. <laughs> there we go. Right for once. There, so. Joash. How do you feel? Well, I feel great. Like I said, it ties the whole story together, yeah. right? Like I, I would be surprised. Like I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a saver for sure. I think for this particular category, for this particular show though, it is the clear cut winner. Yeah. And Jordan, one vote separated the gaffy stick and the dark saver. Wow. So you were right there. It's close. Wow. It's close. Very close. Yes, uh, Yoda's lightsaber was third. Grogu's Mandalorian armor was fourth there. So yeah, me thrill. Yes. <laughs> one of the closest ones, though. One of the ones that was getting yeah. a lot of votes from a lot of different areas there. It could have gone a lot, a lot of different ways. And the gaffy stick comes home here. What, what if, if you're a stick, right, and you win an award, what, what, do, you do, with the, what do you do with the award? You hang it <laughs> on your wooden shelf. Right. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, maybe Boa Fett will take it. He'll take the award on its behalf. And he has it. Too. So Boa Fett uh, gets it. Gets that award there. We're moving on here almost halfway through. We have the best returning character in a supporting role. A lot of nominees is a fun category to put together. Best returning character in a supporting role. The nominees are Luke Skywalker, Ahsoka Tano, Grogu, R2-D2, Pelimato, Cobb Vanth, and the armorer, Joash. Where do you think the fans went on this one? So tough. It's so tough. Like they're all really good returning characters. Um, Ahsoka's, you know, wasn't expecting to see Ahsoka so quickly. Uh, Grogu, obviously, I think we we're expecting to see as soon as we saw Mando, and um, we did see R two. Kelly Mato's so funny, and her relationship history coming up is really <laughs> strange. Cobb Vanth, the uh, a fan favorite, and the armor. That's a cool throwback to Mandalorian season one. Wasn't expecting to see the armor. However, for me, the clear-cut winner here, and should be unsurprisingly so, is Luke Skywalker. And okay. it's because how do you bring young Luke with Mark Hamill being ancient yeah. back on screen and in a way that is almost perfect, right? From voice to the CGI used. Um, it obviously took a lot of money to make it make him look and feel that way but even using ai to replicate his voice so it sounds exactly like luke skywalker none of the other characters got that maybe r2d2 right <laughs> it's got to be luke jordan what do you think yeah you know i i totally agree i i think like i'll bet anything that luke skywalker is going to win this category um did he have the biggest impact on the series i don't think so but I think there's so much nostalgia for Luke and like, like the, what they did to make, to put him there is incredible. Like, I think like Peli Mato had maybe the biggest impact of all these characters in the actual <laughs> show, which is crazy. Yeah. She was yeah. fun, but she's not, would I call her the best? I don't know. I, I almost wish this was like broken into two categories. Cause I feel like Pele Cobb were both so awesome, but they don't stand a chance against Luke or Grogu. Um, so, but I'm going to go with Luke Skywalker. who's going to win it. If I was voting, which I did vote, uh, I would vote for Luke Skywalker as well. Okay, well, there you go. There you go. Let's find out who the winner is again. The nominees for best returning character in a supporting role are Luke Skywalker, Ahsoka Tano, Grogu, R2-D2, Peli Mato, Cobb Vanth, and The Armorer. And the winner for best returning character in a supporting role is Grogu. Oh, wow. oh, coming out there. Joe wow. has Grogu pulls it off. 
Pulling 50% of the vote here. He was a runaway. Yeah. Uh, wow. What are your thoughts there? Goku had a big, big impact in that finale, Joash. Yeah, I think maybe recency bias is what pulled the voters in there. Like Grogu taking down a rancor, just for sleeping it down. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I guess I can like see it, but come on. Luke Skywalker, <laughs> the Skywalker being brought back to life with CGI and AI. Great. Did Luke do enough, Jordan, in this season? I mean, he didn't really do a lot. He kind of like pushed Grogu away in, in some respects. Uh, I, I, again, I thought the nostalgia would have been there for Luke. When everyone went freaking bananas when he showed up on The Mandalorian. He won our favorite character bracket we did uh, a few years ago. Uh, I, I think why I'm disappointed in Grogu winning this award is because I was disappointed to see him in this series. Not because I don't love Grogu, but for me, and if you go back and you listen to the the finale podcast of The Mandalorian Season 2, I thought the best route for this show to go was to have this long journey of Mandalorian just working his way back to Grogu, where they have that, that epic embrace after years of not seeing each other, maybe a la Jon Snow and Sansa finally meeting each other after all these years. And for them to bring him back so quick was kind of disappointing to me that it just all of a sudden it's resolved. So I, I, I'm glad he won, but I, I wish he wasn't on the show at all. Right. But uh, I understand there's so much love for Grogu. Mm-hmm. Grogu, and he did learn how to jump as well. Don't forget sure. about Grogu jumping. So maybe Big a highlight of the love. season. Uh, Grogu, again, he had fit, won 50% of the vote. Cobb Vamp was actually second with wow. 17.5%. Yeah. Uh, Luke and Ahsoka were tied for third there. Uh, so an interesting thing here. Let's move it on here. We're halfway through here. And we got some, a few more interesting categories here. This is an interesting one here. Lots of nominees. The best action scene the best action scene. And so I tried to put every action scene I could think of uh, from this show on here. And we have the nominees for best action scene are Boba Fett, the Rodian, and Tuscan Kid versus the six-limbed sand monster in chapter one. Boba and the Tuscan's train heist in chapter two. The cyborg car chase with Joash's major, mayor's major domo in chapter three. <laughs> Boba and Fennec take down Jabba's palace in chapter four. Mando in the meat shop in chapter five. Mando versus Paz Vizsla in chapter five. Cad Bane versus Cobb Banth, Cobb Vamp, sorry, in chapter six. And All Out War in chapter seven. This could go a lot of different ways. Joash, what are you thinking? Really could go a lot of different ways, Trevor. Um, I've got a lot of love for Mando in the meat shop. Honestly, I thought that was a really cool scene, but it's not the, but it's the book of Boba Fett. And so for me, it's gotta be Cad Bane versus Coffin. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason being is it's a super cool Western scene with a lot of throwbacks to some classic Westerns, you know, i.e. Clint Eastwood in the good, the bad and the ugly um, really quick. You see Cat, uh, you see Cobb Banth early in the episode, use his really quick gun skills, and then Cad Bane is just quicker than him and takes him out. So that's my choice for the best action scene in the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, for me, I think there's a top three that could all be worthy of it, and that's the train heist, which is really cool. That's kind of, I think that's like the iconic uh, Boba Fett action scene from this season. Uh, the Cad Bane, Cobb Banth showdown, again, incredible. And then Mando in the meat shop uh, is what I voted for. Uh, for me, I think this show, Book of Boba Fett, you guys are, were praised it pretty well this year. And I agree, it was a great show, but I think it became amazing when the Mandalorian showed up. Like it took it to a whole new level. If the episode five, chapter five never happened, like I think the show would just be like, okay. And with that opening scene where Mando showed up was just incredible. So I'm going with Mando in the meat shop. Alrighty, so some interesting ones there. Uh, I think you brought it up again. Let's go through again quickly. We have uh, fighting the six limb monster, the train heist, the cyborg car chase. No one brought that one up. Uh, Boba and Fennec taking down Jabba's palace, Mando and the meat shop, Mando and Paz Vizsla, Cad Bane and Kavan, and all out war here. The winner of the best action scene in the book of Boba Fett season one is. Boba and the Tuscans 
train heist. Wow. That's, that's a good choice. That's a great choice. Like that's yeah. a great scene, right? Yeah. Boba's trained the Tusken Raiders to take out this train and then they actually do it. Great choice. Yeah, Jordan, yeah, are you happy was, with that? Yeah, I like it. It was really fun too. Like the whole compilation of them like training how to use the speeders and everything and adapting to that was just so fun. And so I, th I think this is a great choice. The, the train itself was a really underrated, cool vehicle or new ship, whatever we're calling it, new ride. Uh, that was a really cool train uh, or a vehicle. So yeah, I really like that scene. A lot of action. Good stuff. Yeah, the voters going all, all over the place here. You know, a lot leaning early on with Cad Bane. Then we're seeing the Gaffy stick come in. Grogu gets some votes here. Now back to Boba. So all over the place to go through the results here. That was a 30% uh, of the vote went to the train heist. 25% of the vote went to Mando in the meat shop. All Out War, the, the finale, had 20% of the vote in uh, fourth place. And Cad, Cad Bane versus Cobb Vanth was fourth there with 15% of the vote. So quite That's a few right. votes coming along here. Uh, a couple people voted for the cyborg car chase, Jordan. No, oh, pretty disappointing. Was, would you call it a car chase or like a snail walk? <laughs> uh, who knows? Who knows? But the, the train heist, I think, was was great. I think the whole episode, that episode two, uh, I mean, we'll get into it. You know, we'll see, we have best episode coming up. It's one of the stronger episodes for sure. Uh, learning how to ride the, the speeder bikes like a bantha. I think uh, was a great line here. So we have a few more awards here. We're getting the nitty gritty here. Let's go through this one here. This is an interesting one here. We're not now taking a step outside. We're breaking the fourth wall here. And we're going to look at the best acting performance here in the book of Boba Fett. You might not like the character. You might love the character. It doesn't matter. We're not looking at the character. We're looking at who took the character and made it their own, who acted the best here. This is the legitimate Actors Awards. I'm sure all these actors are, are listening closely to find out who wins uh, this award here. Let's go through the nominees. Uh, Tamira Morrison as Boba Fett. Ming-Na Wen as Fennec Shand. Pedro Pascal as The Mandalorian. David Pasquizi as The Mayor's Major Domo. Jennifer Beals as Garza Fwip. And Amy Sedaris as Pali Mato Jor Jordan where do you think uh, the Academy went here? Yeah, this is going to be interesting. So I, I wonder how much it's going to be, how much people like the character is how they voted or how much that they like the acting performance. Because if it's based on the character, then, you know, I think Pedro Pascal and the Mando have a good chance. Same with uh, Boba Fett, uh, Morrison. But I think there's a clear top two, in my opinion, which are neither of those. And that's my man, the big squeeze, David Pasquizi, and... Amy Sedaris. I think those two really nailed their characters, made them tons of fun. And so if I had to pick one, which I did, I would pick the squeeze man, David Pasqueezy. Absolutely. It has to be David Pasqueezy. There is nobody else who could have brought Mayor's Majordomo on screen to that extent than David Pasqueezy. There's no way. I have a feeling that this was just supposed to be like a side character and he was able to do such a good job with this character that they had to keep him going because he's so good he's so good as the mayor's major domo you love to hate that character and for that reason he gave the best acting performance of the show george if you had a backup choice who do you think who do you think would be uh, your backup choice there um if i had a backup choice hey uh <laughs> That's a good question. I was so I was so bought into David Pasquisi. There is no close number two. But if I had to just pick randomly, probably Amy Sedaris. Okay. She's consistent across the shows. Alrighty. Let's get into it here. The best acting performance. We have Tamira Morrison, Mina Wen, Pedro Pascal, David Pasquisi, Jennifer Bios, and Amy Sedaris. And the winner of the Book of Boba Fett Award for Best Actor goes to David Pasquizzi as the yeah. major domo. Squeeze, 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 squeeze. Yes, I love it. Uh, can I just make a push to bring the term major domo back? Yes. So, so Trevor, for example, I think in the Chong family, I would be the major domo because I'm the, the head spokesperson. I'm in charge of everything. So I think we should bring that back and really push for major domo right. within families. But if, if you're the, like, I'd be the mayor then and you'd be my major domo. Well, no, that's not bringing the mayor into this. We're just talking about a major domo of a family. Okay, okay. Um, a run for mayor. 
Sorry, yeah, no. great performance by David Pasquizzi. Just one vote separated him. And do we have a prediction, Joash, of who was second here? Who they, the voters voted mm. second? Timuera Morrison. Uh, no, he was he was third. It was uh, Jordan. Do you have a guess here? Who was second? Uh, I'm going to go with Amy Sedaris. No, it was uh, Pedro Pascal was uh, second ours. as the Mandalorian. He's so here. beloved, so yeah, beloved. Just squeeze yeah. it out. Uh, Tamir Morrison was was third. Uh, Mingna Wen as Fennec Shand was fourth there. Uh, Amy Sedaris was all the way in fifth. Jennifer wow. Beals was uh, a last there, getting a single vote. Thank you to the person who voted for Jennifer Beals. We didn't actually de- declare what the name of these awards are, the, the Boba Fett Awards. Are they the... The, the Bobies. The Boba? No, I think Bobies is something else, Jordan. <laughs> no, um, that's, that's something else. The Bobas, <laughs> the, fe- the Fetties, something well, like that. I mean, speaking of uh, Peli Mato, Amy Sedaris' character, how she dated a Jawa, we could call it the Bobies because, you know, Jawas love titties. So it could work out pretty well. I'm going to have to put a family censored warning on this podcast. <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't say anything. I was speaking Jawas. The best episode. This is an interesting one. The best episode here. We only have three awards to go. We got this one, and then we got two, uh, the two big ones coming up here. The best episode. And it's pretty straightforward, but I'll run through them here. The nominees for best episode are Chapter 1, Stranger in a Strange Land. Chapter 2, The Tribes of Tatooine. Chapter three, The Streets of Mas Espa. Chapter four, The Gathering Storm. Chapter five, Return of the Mandalorian. Chapter six, From the Desert Comes a Stranger. And chapter seven, In the Name of Honor. Joash, where do you think the voters went? Oh, I think the voters sided with the Mandalorian's appearance in most of the episodes. And I'll be honest with you, I was feeling kind of meh on the show up until chapter five myself. And when chapter five happened, it was just like a game changer and the whole show turned around for me. So for that reason, I'm choosing chapter five, the return of the Mandalorian. Jordan, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I said it earlier. That's the same for me. It's, it's not even close in my opinion. The episode chapter five was just a whole nother universe compared to the rest of the show. So much better, so much more engaging. It's a story that we've already invested two full seasons in that we weren't sure we were going to even get until the end of this year. And we got it already. So I think it's chapter five has got to be a runaway here. All right. Do you have any other, other ones that you think could be in contention, Jordan? I, I guess, I guess chapter six, because it also includes a lot of Mandalorian <laughs> and Grogu. Uh, I, I guess if I had to pick a Boba based one, it would be chapter two the tribes of Tatooine, Mm -hmm. but I'm thinking five, then six, then two would be my my top three. The train heist, Joash, did I already take home one, one of the awards? Uh, Could it come home with another? It could. It could. I like, I personally really love the, the Tuscan Raider um, saga within the series and Mm -hmm. um, his sort of, um, I guess him, him becoming part of that community was like really cool. And so the train heist episode for me was actually really fun. And I really enjoyed that episode as well. I think as soon as we got into the streets of Mos Espa is when it started to get a little bit interesting for me and characters I wasn't really used to, but the first two episodes are amazing. And I'd even put chapter one up there, right? Right out of the Sarlacc, we have Boba Fett and Go, traversing the desert and shows up and is, is, is finds his Tuscan Raider community. I would say chapter one is probably my close second. Alrighty, let's find out here the best episode here in the book of Boa Fett. We know the nominees, chapters one through seven. The winner of the best episode of the book of Boba Fett is chapter five, Return of the Mandalorian. Yes, this is the way, not surprising at all. Such a beloved character. It was so much cooler. Had that, that really dope Mandalorian dark undertone to it, which everyone's come to love. His initial entrance in the meat shop was just so cool. It was like a Stone Cold Steve Austin just with a broken glass comes. So yeah, far and away the best episode. Josh, how do we feel about the, the best episode of Book of Boba Fett as voted on by, by the fans here being an episode <laughs> that did not include Boba Fett? Well, I think, it's, uh, I think it says a lot about what this series was, right? It was basically a prelude to season three of The Mandalorian. You might as well call The Mandalorian's next season, season four, with how much Mandalorian we got in it, right? Mm. And it also belays the question, who is Boba Fett? Who is this Boba Fett? He seems to talk a lot in the series and in every other instance of us coming across Boba Fett in Star Wars, 
he doesn't talk all that much. Yeah. I think even Temuer Morrison says that, right? He felt like he was talking a lot in the show. So maybe my, I think what happened here is, and, and the fans might've felt this too, is it wasn't really the Boba Fett that they came to know and love over the last 30 years, um, which, if, which if it were, maybe the boats would have been different. But it's hard to say, like Mandalorian has sort of taken the helm there and has taken, taken that throne away from Boba as our favorite Mandalorian. And mm -hmm. um, I, I think it goes to show in the votes that that happened, right? Like it's yeah. season five, yeah, chapter five, Return of the Mandalorian is the clear cut winner. Yeah, chapter five was a runaway, 50% of the vote. Chapter six was second. Uh, chapter seven, the finale was third. And then chapter two, the train heist episode was fourth there. Uh, so some interesting, interesting votes there. We only have two awards to go. The big two here coming up, Jordan. We got the MVP will be the last one, but we're going to get into the LVP, the least valuable player of the season. Your nominees are the Mayor's Major Domo, Fennec Shand, Paz Vizla, the Mods, a.k.a. the Cyborgs, and Pelly model. Josh, do you have any, I was the one who came with these nominees. Do you have any uh, grievances with my nominees or do you think they were fair nominations? I have a grievance with Mayor's Major Domo. I don't think he was the least valuable player at all. In fact, in my opinion, he's probably the MVP. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Maybe that gets spoiled in our next vote, but. Um, Not nominated I, for MVP. <laughs> but I do have a clear cut choice here. And for me, it's Fennec. It has to be. What a, what a waste of such a great character, in my opinion. She's mm -hmm. teed up to be this crazy bounty hunter, and we only have a couple scenes of action with her. Uh, and even then, a little disappointing in those scenes. For that reason, Fennec is my least valuable player, but I think at, uh, of no fault of her own. Yes, and so that's sort of my non the reason I nominated her, right? Is not not a knock on Fennec the character. Mm -hmm. It's that we love Fennec the character, but she didn't have a storyline in this season. And we want agree. we want more Fennec. Uh, Jordan, Fennec. do you have any grievances with uh, any of the nominations here? Are you happy with them? Um, and you have a I, I like the nominations. I think you could have made a case for it, including maybe the Pike Syndicate. It's supposed to be like the big overall bad guy, which is pretty useless. But the the way I look at this category is. Uh, if you're not, uh, if you don't know anything about the Vancouver Canucks, then bear with me for a second. Uh, I see Fennec Shand as an LVP kind of in the Louis Erickson, Tyler Myers range where she gets, she's this big high profile person where she's, she's paid a lot. She has a, high expectations on her. Like Joash said, she's supposed to be like the second in command and she does like nothing. But then there's the other side of it where you have like the fourth line bums here. So you have the mods which I, I hate to call the mods, you know, like Matthew Highmore because he's playing pretty well. But you have the mods who just don't really, you're not expecting them to do much and they don't do much. So you kind of have two different ways to go in this category for me. Fennec Shen's supposed to be great and she's not. The mods are not supposed to be great and they're not. But for me, I have to go with the mods because they're just, they just don't fit the story or the universe at all for me. All right, there we go. And I promise no more hockey talk on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, you guys can wake up now. We appreciate it. So the mods here, uh, we have some interesting ones here. Let's go into it. Let's find out who is the LVP of the season. We have the Mayor's Major Domo, Fennec Shan, Paz Vizsla, the mods, and Palimala. Oh, and to introduce this award, it's two-time, actually three-time LVP champion. It's Jar Jar Binks. Oh, Misa, how excited to be here. Misa, think. The winner of LVP is the mods, the cyborgs. All righty. How rude. How rude is right. Uh, wow. <laughs> thank you, Jar Jar. Jordan, yeah, uh, the cyborgs, you nailed it. Why do you think the people were so disappointed? Yeah. It's a bit of a runaway. 45% uh, of the vote went to the cyborgs. They're just like the weird, like, I'm not saying anything wrong with this lifestyle in uh, Earth. But it's, they're like the emo, weird, like goth kids that just like don't make sense in the rest of the world around them. Uh, I, and you know, it, it, be yourself, whatever. But they just didn't fit in, in the Star Wars world at all to me. They were really, the personalities didn't mesh. Their outfits didn't mesh. It just seemed like they were thrown in from an alternate universe. 
Yeah, I think there's just like no introduction to them either, right? Mm-hmm. Like I th- we don't yeah. get a backstory much. Well, we do a little bit, but not much of who these mods are, where they fit in on Tatooine. And all of a sudden we have these millennials on colorful scooters yeah. and they're helping Boba, right? Like I think if we had enough of a run-up to their introduction, potentially, but once again, no fault of their own, right? Mm-hmm. The mods are just mm-hmm. wrong time, wrong situation. And therefore our least valuable players right yeah. coming to disney plus 2023 the book of the cyborgs coming to uh, disney plus soon uh as i said they ran away with it 45 percent. the mayor's manager domo joash was second in voting there <laughs> uh paz vizsla was third in voting yeah uh fennec was actually last place only got a couple votes there so people people respected they like fennec enough they didn't want to but is that indifference right like yeah, yeah maybe is that is that people just saying maybe she wasn't the least valuable player but you know she's this really cool character we like well, what did yeah, she I do? think that's it. Yeah, no, she didn't do much. Well, she was also nominated for a big award here, the final award of the night. People are having fun here. We've had, let's kind of just recap some of the awards here before we get into the big one. So we did have best villain that went to Cad Bane. We had best new character that also went to Cad Bane. He came on with two. We had best ride, which was the N1 Starfighter. That one goes to Mando. We had the best inanimate object, which is Boba Fett's gaffy stick. There's Boba pulling this first. His first Bobby. Uh, Bobby. We have the best returning character, which is Grogu. Again, his first award here. Best action scene goes to Boba and the Tuscans train heist. Boba with another award there. Best acting performance was David Pasquizi. The uh, best episode goes to Return of the Mandalorian. The LVP goes to the mods. And we go into the final category, the MVP. Who was the most valuable player of the season? I have five nominees here for you, and they are Boba Fett, Fennec Shand, Mando, Chrysanthemum, and Cad Bane. Jordan, this would go a few different ways. Where do you think Mm. this one's going? Yeah, it's really interesting how things have shaken out. You got a lot of different uh, people who have won one time, a lot of people who have won Bobby, but only Cad Bane at this point has a set of Bobies. So can he... Uh, bring home a third one here. I, I'm not sure Cad Bane has done enough to do that. It's so, unnatural. Uh, I think, yeah, not, it wouldn't be natural. You have to be a mod. Um, what's going to happen is I think the Mando who saved the season is going to take home the MVP. Yeah, I, I see that as well. I, I think, you know, realistically, he probably is the MVP. But come on. Was anyone as cool and as useful as Chrysanthemum was yeah, in that last yeah. fight? Like, we got a Wookiee on screen who has iron knucks that are lightning, yeah. and he throws people around, and it took the entire squad to take him down initially. Uh, well, I guess Fennec kind of just threw a, a, a throwing knife at his hand to let him drop into the, the Rancor pit. But, you know, like... Chrysanthemum was a, a badass in this entire mm-hmm. show, and it was really cool for, for Star Wars fans to see him on screen and see a Black Wookiee on screen that was tough, right? Like, really cool character and tough as hell. So that would be my choice, but I see the Mando taking this one. Well, let's, let's go through a little bit. You talked about Mando. We talked about Chrysanthemum. Jordan, give me the case of why Boba Fett uh, could win um, MVP here. Uh, you know... I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't know if I'm, I'm going to believe what I'm saying here uh, wholeheartedly, but I mean, he's this, he's the story character. He has this really endearing backstory where he's like this, this badass bounty hunter who then uh, kind of learns everything he can about the Tuscan Raider culture and lure and history. And he endears himself to that community. He helps this struggling community in their own little mini war, which is really great. He helps them. We, we love to see that. We want to see more people like that in the world. But it's hard for me to make a strong case for Boba Fett because I just don't, I still don't. I remember li- listening to you guys after episode two. I still don't know what Boba Fett really wants. And honestly, I, I don't know like what his ultimate end goal is here. It's hard to know. Like, so I cannot like make a strong case for him to be the MVP. Right. Uh, Josh, what would be the case here? For Cad Bane, he's already taken home two awards. Do you think he could take home a third here? What would be the case for Cad Bane to be MVP of the season? No, he died. Like, he died, right? Like, you can't be the MVP if you're dead. And so, for me, (laughs) 
for me, it's A, he was in two episodes, right? If maybe he got, we got more Cad Bane, more of young Boba and learning from Cad, um, then maybe there's a point there. But we got Cad Bane shooting down one deputy, one sheriff, and then in the last fight, basically gets taken out by a stick. So no, he doesn't win the MVP. Let me make the case for, for Fennec Shand here is also one of the nominees here. So as I said, she didn't have, I've sort of been hard on her because she didn't have the storyline. She didn't have a set storyline, but she did have some cool action scenes. She beat up the ninjas. In the end, she's the one that murders all the crime people. She saves, who does she save? Uh, the mods at a certain point, right? With her snipe shooting. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she does have her moments. She's a female character, the only real female character um, that makes a big impact in this show. I guess there's a couple, but she's sort of the one that actually kicks butt and all that. So there it is there. I think a, it's a strong set of characters. It could go anyway. You guys ready to find out who you're going to take home this award? Yeah. Again, the MVP, uh, it comes down between Boba Fett, Fennec Shand, Mando, Chris Santin, and Cad Bane. The winner of the MVP of the Book of Boba Fett is... The Mandalorian. All righty. And looks like uh, Jordan, wait, Jordan has disappeared and the Mandalorian himself is here to accept the award. Take it away, Mando. Uh, thank you very much. Um... <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you. He's out of here. He's out of here. Take it away. Uh, Joe Ash, we walked. We watched this whole season together. Yeah, we broke up a little fat MVP is the Mandalorian. <laughs> he won the best think, episode. He look, it says a lot, right? Like it says a lot about what the book of Boba Fett was and ultimately what it wasn't, right? It wasn't the book of Boba Fett. It was, it was the Mandalorian season. Was it even a book? A was it even a book? Yeah. They just kept saying chapter, 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 but I don't, I think I just read, you know, chapter every single time. Like it, it, it the thing about it, the thing about it is, and I could go on forever about this is I don't know how true to Boba Fett the series was but the episodes were really true to to the mandalorian right like the directors they used dave filoni and bryce dallas howard did a fantastic job of writing and and directing those episodes but they were true to that character who is already super beloved Mm -hmm. we got the shock factor when we saw boba fett in the mandalorian maybe that's where it should have stayed maybe it should have just stayed as shock factor and we never had to go through this entire ordeal but saying that i still think the show was fun. It was enjoyable. Yeah. They were trying to appeal to a younger crowd, a different crowd, potentially. I don't know how well that worked out. You know, like, I think there are other shows coming up in the Star Wars universe that I'm a little bit more excited to watch potentially than the book of Boba Fett, but I didn't, I didn't hate it. And I loved doing every episode with you, Trevor, and going through the series with you, like breaking them down. It was cool seeing characters that we've never seen on screen before. So it's, it was fun. Can't, can't say it wasn't. Jordan, your final thoughts here with the Mando taking home the final Bobby. Yeah. You know, I don't really blame Boba Fett. This is a weird, he's not a real person, but I don't blame Boba Fett for why he didn't win this because the whole reason the Mandalorian series exists in the first place is because of how beloved Boba Fett was in the original trilogy. So ultimately that whole Mandalorian season one and two should have been Boba Fett season one and two. That's the, that's the character, the Mandalorian. It's who Boba Fett was and who we wanted him to be. And so when you bring in Boba Fett, who's trying to be someone a little bit different from the Mandalorian, who is actually supposed to be him, it's hard to love him. Like it's hard to get on board with, with this new Boba Fett that they're trying to create. Cause we want Boba Fett to be like Mando where he's just kind of ruthless where, Hey, I'll bring you in hot or I'll bring you in cold. It's my way of the highway. But then this new Boba Fett's like trying to just bring peace on earth and everything. It's just different. It's not consistent what we love about him. And so if if the whole Mandalorian series to begin with was just a Boba Fett series, we would look at Boba Fett a lot different right now. But uh, the Mandalorian stole the show, which is it's just a creative decision they decided to make. And I'm totally fine with it. I love the show. I, I don't think it would be, if I was in charge of making the Star Wars series, it, this wouldn't have been my first choice. 
but I'll still watch a series. I'll watch a series about anyone. I'll watch a series. Okay. I'll watch a series about the stuff wet if it comes out. Yeah. Anything, anything in the star Wars universe, I will watch that series. You know, I just, this wouldn't have been my first choice. It was fun. I enjoyed the ride. Excited to see what's next. Great. Yeah. And so, I mean, wasn't a runaway from Mando here. He took 35% of the way he won. He, it wasn't close, but it wasn't a runaway. Uh, surprisingly, uh, even though we've trashed on it, Fennec Shand was second in the voting here. Uh, Boba Fett was right behind him third. Cad Bane was fourth. And unfortunately, Chris Sandin just took home a couple votes, was, was the, fifth, the fifth place vote here. Uh, so tough, tough showing for Chris Sandin there. Uh, an interesting thing that's brought up here, let's go back to the best episode here. Uh, chapters one and uh, one, three, and four were definitely the lowest of the votes here. Uh, some people have brought up the idea that there's could be a director problem in this. Uh, mm. Robert Rodriguez directed episodes one, three, and seven. And uh, some of the, the le- least vote, I mean, seven did get a good amount of votes, but uh, one and three did not get many. And some people wondering, maybe is there a director issue with some of the ones here where Bryce Dallas Howard and Dave Filoni, uh, those it- two episodes... Is it director when like, you know, like I think it's the whole story probably Mm -hmm. needed more episodes, right? Like Mm -hmm. you were trying to fit more characters into a show than there were episodes. And when you do that, you risk not telling a complete story, which is probably where the issues were with the show, right? Like maybe if, if we, if Din was Boba, right? then we have two seasons to lead up to whatever this was, but he isn't. Mm-hmm. And so like you have a battle of identities where it's like the same character and you have to play it a di- little bit differently. Um, but yeah, I, I don't necessarily blame the director as much as maybe what they were given in terms of story. And that's always going to be tough when you only have seven episodes. Right. Absolutely. Um, well, I think we had a lot of fun here watching the show, going through these awards here that, that, you know, all the characters are now, they're in the back, they're in their after party here. All the guests, so, yeah. Thanks so for uh, it's going to get a little wild. The, the bar got exploded, it blew up, but they, they found a different bar to work at uh, or to go hang out at. It's going to be great, the new cantina. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. At some point, we'll be back uh, probably talking about Kenobi. You know, presuming, presumably we'll be back time with Kenobi. I've always wanted to get another rankings podcast, and they've been talking about this for like a year and a half. We'll do it at some point. Let us know if you listen to this. Let us know. Follow us along on our Instagram at Never Seen SW. Uh, on Apple Podcasts, give us a nice little five-star rating if you don't mind doing that. Helps uh, do it. Share the podcast. Let us know. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. May the force be with you. Thank you for attending these awards. Let's put away, take us away. Here, if I get this, here we go. Just beautiful. There's Mando on the stage, waving goodbye. Thanks, all the fans are cheering. Good night, everybody.